Welcome to Two Sisters Podcast with your hosts, Christy and Melissa, who are real sisters bringing you real talk about life and faith through humor, insight, and community. Now let's get into this week's episode. What's up, guys? It's Melissa and Christy, and welcome to Two Sisters Podcast. (laughs) So today, guys, our topic is I got beef. Mm-hmm. Right, Keish? Yeah, it's really me who has the beef. Okay. What's the sub what's the subtitle? <laughs> the message to single women in the church. Mm, I wanna know what's up her sleeve today, guys. Mm. Again, this one of those ones I don't know about. Mm. <laughs> so um I'll just ask, what brought this uh beef on? It's been brewing for <laughs> a couple weeks. No. Dare I not say months? Oh uh, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what was this beef about? Do I know about this beef? Yeah, you know about the beef. Uh, you don't agree with the beef because oh. we have differing um, experiences. Although we have gone to the same church, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever belonged to a different church separately. You, I don't think we have. No. Well, except for when you moved, I was about to say, except for now, and I hadn't been there yet. Now, yeah, yeah, you well, no, because technically you did not join, okay? You I was did, a visitor. well, okay. true, a long time visitor, a long time visitor. So, <laughs> we can say that we have been members of the same church but experiencing different things within that church. So, is this about church membership? No, okay, so I say subtitle. The message to single women in the church. I got beef. Oh, so you're it. so you're saying that the messages we as single women receive in church? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so let's elaborate a little bit because mm-hmm. again, how okay, first of all, let okay, let's get to the main concise because <laughs> again, we want to stay within this 30 minutes. Main concise point of the message that you are you you have beef with so what's the message you have beef with they lied to us (laughs) they lied to us about what being single how we're supposed to remain or be single our state of mind in singleness our preparation as singles you know, the, the the message of what we're supposed to do, what we're not supposed to do, how we're supposed to be content with singleness while being in the church. And there is a list of things that we are to do as singles. Hmm. And once we do that list, then God will send our husband. Now, are you being facetious or? No. Okay, so let's... First of all, you know, I barely know what facetious means. You got to explain it to me every other day. Okay. So... Anyway, much. Much. You being merch, okay? As, as my mom extra. say. As mom, as mom say, You saying I'm being extra? No, I'm just... I'm asking you, are you just stretching this out? I'm not stretching say? it. I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> no, ma'am. All right. Okay, so the lie, mm-hmm. okay, basically about what being single, how to remain single and keep yourself, I think are the words that I would select more. 
keep yourself saved and single without fornication, without slipping and sliding, backsliding and gliding, right? And then um, preparation, like uh, what we're supposed to do to remain in a pure state of singleness. Is that correct? A, a pure place, a happy place. And, and happy. A content and being place. Being content. Well, I feel like content could be different from, it could differ from happy. Because right. to me, happiness is decision. So it's contentment. Okay, she's blinking and staring off at the wall. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, what I would like to know is, uh, first of all, I, I'm still I'm still trying to figure out how am I disagreeing with you? How am I in disagreement? Because in talks in the past, I've said, you know, Melissa, I feel like um, they... They did. They were not equal in how they treated us as women. Who is they? Singles. The church, the pulpit, the black church. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Specific. All right. That's right. Okay. Um, and we were sold a different type of gospel than the men were sold. How you figure that? I'm just asking. Anyway, like I'm saying. You're asking me what we disagree on or, or what we have different in opinions. So my church experience has been different than Melissa's church experience because I feel like, um, you know, I've been to the singles conferences. Mm -hmm. I have brought the books. Mm -hmm. I have sold the quote unquote seeds. Yeah. Right. I have believed, put money in an envelope. Oh, yeah. So see, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For my husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And... 20 years later. <laughs> and that is, we both know, no exaggeration. Right. I, I don't have a man. Now, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Walk with me. Okay. And I'm speaking as to I, as to women out there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm saying I is we. Okay. Okay. So. Generally speaking. Generally got it. speaking, uh -huh. we. Yeah. That we're told. Uh-huh. And let me break it down. Okay, break it, break it down. What are these things that I believe we were sold a lie? Thank you. Okay. Lie number one. See, she trying to be all in order and we don't. Just go. My brain don't work like that. Just go. Go. One. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to tithe and you need to give offering. To your church for a man hold on these are things that christian women do as singles or not like this is what we're told these are the things you have to get yourself right okay first join a church first of all be a belong member. to a church belong to a church all right listen to the messages come to church right so if that's twice a week bible study sunday then, ladies, in order for you to, so the, so the gist of the message is, don't crave a man. Don't want a husband. What? Necessarily up front. Like, don't let that be your goal. Don't let that be your end game. You're supposed to be a servant of the Lord mm -hmm. first, right? Yes. Which is, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that message. That is the truth. 
You are supposed to be whole mm-hmm. and healed mm-hmm. from whatever you have been through by the time you got on the, in the set in this pew, this chair, <laughs> this bench, this stadium. All okay? right. Uh-huh. Whatever you, however you were before you got here, let's fix you first. Yeah. Okay. So come to church, join a church, tithe, give offering. Give to the poor, give to the church fund if there is. Maybe there's a building fund. You know, help the church out. Mm-hmm. And join a ministry. One, two, three. You know, find your purpose in life. You can start by volunteering in a church. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe you can identify through, you know, joining said ministries what your purpose is, right? Mm-hmm. Study the Bible for yourself, open the Bible, read the Bible, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then we're fed stories of Boaz. Now, find your Boaz. Your, your Boaz is going to find you. What was, right. what was Ruth doing? She was leaning, she was working in the field. Mm-hmm. So get a job. Mm-hmm. Get your education, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much more out here than worrying about partnering or partnering with a man. Right, mm-hmm. and that's you. You should just never concentrate on cultivating a relationship with the opposite sex. If anything, oh, and then let's go to temptation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't dress a certain way. You absolutely must cover yourself. You are not, and this is where me and Melissa kind of yeah. disagree. You are not to come in here and, you know, we, we as women in the church are taught that if we, if, the, if a man is tempted at church, it's our fault because we didn't wore something too tight or too short or too popping in color. It's, we, we didn't draw an attention to ourselves, okay? And if he is lusting after us, it's our fault. I do differ. Uh-huh. So that's that's kind of on the subject, but but these are just I'm just sharing you like what we've been fed, how we've been talked to, what we've been made to feel, okay. And if you've done all those things, mm-hmm. you're in college, working on your degree, have your degree, whatever, whatever. And at this point, I'm talking about I'm trying to take you through the process of when I first start going to church as a an adult adult. Mm-hmm. So I'm in college. And I'm 20-ish, 2021. And this is what, this was the beginning of it. Okay, you're in college. Girl, the last thing you need to be worried about is a man. You got to finish your degree, get some good grades, think about scholarships. Come join this church. Okay, what what is your um, major? Okay, well then join the children's ministry. Okay, you want to know about production and TV media. Okay, join the, you know, media ministry. You know, you have a great smile, join the usher board, whatever. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Just be busy. And then, you know, sometimes have great singles ministries. Yeah. Okay, let's have, let's hang out. Let's have Valentine's Day is coming up. Okay, so let's have Valentine's Day social, but holy, right? What's holy? <laughs> you know, we ain't playing trap music, okay? Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't trap music then, it was just simply hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're playing Christian gospel. We're playing rap gospel. Right? Okay. We are, we have card games, we have board games, we have maybe talent shows, you know, yeah. just clean fun. Nothing wrong with it. Nope. 
So the problem starts or lies in twenty years later. Okay, twenty years later. So are you let's let's be clear, are you blaming your perceived um teachings or learnings from the church? Yes and no. Okay. All right. So yes, because as a twenty something year old impressionable young lady, mm-hmm. I wanna get this thing right. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know how to do this church thing. So I'm trusting that the pastor um, at the church that I'm joining, I trust them. And what they say goes. So I'm allowing myself to be conditioned and cultured a certain way. Because what they're saying makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And... It's already enforcing what the world has already told me, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, I shouldn't be a hoe. I shouldn't be a slut. I shouldn't be easy. I shouldn't be out here with provocative clothes on. That's not going to help me in life at that point. So this wholesome, pure message, okay, well, you want me to be pure, all right? I know that's, for, you know, clearly that's what the Bible preaches. How do I do that? Right. Okay, just stay busy, right? Just stay busy. Just, just stay busy and just whatever you do, don't concentrate on getting married. Concentrate on yourself. Concentrate on your finances, right? They have finance classes in church. Mm-hmm. They have to get your credit right. I mean, yep. great, great, great programs. Yep. And before you know it, you're busy. You're busy. And you're looking around, you know, say you settle. Say it take you, I don't know, two, three years. It ain't going to take you forever. Right. Two, three years. Mm-hmm. You're 25, you're 26 now. Mm-hmm. You have graduated from college. Mm-hmm. You are in your um, field or not, whatever you're working, right? And you're adulting, yeah, right, yeah. And then at that point is focus on your career. <laughs> Still, it is not try to find a man because because hey hey hey, he finds a wife, he gonna find you, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to balance this message of. Mm-hmm. Stay busy, stay in the Lord, keep your head in the Bible, mm-hmm. barely lift it out. Mm-hmm. You are at this point in four or five ministries. You're 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 going to singles events because that's what you know, you don't you're scared to go out there necessarily in the world and socialize in the world, quote unquote, right. outside of church events because church is a safe place. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So you want to associate with church people. You want to go to church functions. You know, you want to pray in tongues with the group people. And then somehow you expect that you're going to find a mate within church. Because another thing that they tell you, <laughs> you can't find a man out there and drag him in here. Right? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And, but you look around, you're like, okay, that makes sense. But you look around, and it's like two dudes. And a hundred women. And the two dudes are 55, you 25. Already married, married. Yeah. And then, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm oh, sorry, I'm put you off foot. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And then, 
<laughs> they tell you these stories about Ruth and Boaz, and they tell you to be a Proverbs 31 woman. She owns a business. She working. She cooking. She cleaning. She balancing the checkbook. She doing everything, right? Looking nice. Got purple linen on. Woo-woo. <laughs> Right, so you're trying to do that. You out here, you getting your career, you're getting your credit straight, you are buying your own vehicle, you're you know you're buying your townhouse, you're buying your house, right? Mm-hmm. You're still going to church, you're still serving, mm-hmm. and you're still looking within the church for a man. Uh-huh. So where is the breakdown? Excuse me. I think that that might have worked for our parents. And they had good intentions, right? Yeah. And their thing is, so that this is where the no comes in. Yes is their, you know, yes I blame them, no I don't. Yep. They were trying to help us stay out of fornication. Mm-hmm. They were trying to help us from not being unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. They were doing the best that they could in preparing us to have good, godly Christian marriages. Mm-hmm. But if we are a case study 20 years later, <laughs> it didn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there was no research. <laughs> it wasn't like it was like this was like a 65-year model that worked. Okay, so right? yeah, so when does it become accountability too? Yes. So the no part. Okay. So oh wait, I, before we say the no part. Mm-hmm. So the two men I mentioned that's in the church, right? right. <laughs> two men, two hundred <clears throat> women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them. You know, both of them already married. Basically, that's really the real ratio. Um, or the just the one single guy is just not into you, or you're just not into him. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. But then I don't like the fact that when they minister to single women, mm-hmm. young women, twenties, mm-hmm. teens, early thirties. That their story is, I met my wife, we're good now, but we were both a hot mess. Mm -hmm. But we grew into the Lord, Mm -hmm. and now we're fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's like, but you didn't do it right, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's, it's hypocritical a little bit. However... Again, they're trying to help us. They're trying to say, don't do it my way. Do as I say, not as I do, right? That's that's the argument. So the no. I think that like any thing, subject that's taught to anybody, you have to do your research on your own. Correct. And you have to go to God for yourself. Correct. And ask him, is this what you want me to do? Is this 
um, the path I should take are these the actions that I should take is what the preacher telling me correct is what this book telling me correct is what the things I've heard from this conference correct right mm -hmm. and I fully can admit that I did not do that for the longest time I mean like 15 years 10 years mm -hmm. I just trusted what they said didn't open the Bible for myself. And then when I did open the Bible, was it clear? It was it was clear to me at the time, but I didn't do I didn't do like Melissa say deep dives. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I had surface knowledge. But did you would you have known that though? No. Exactly. No. But I did the best I could. Exactly. But it's still you you're responsible for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I say this and I've said this, I probably say every episode at this point. <laughs> I realized, and I am realizing, mm -hmm. that when I stand before God, it's you. It's just me. Yeah. It's just me and my decisions. Mm -hmm. So, can I tell my story now? Yes. All right. Because I want them to understand, since you clearly made it a point to say that we're different, that we yes, we are this different. I don't think we are so different um, in that. I, okay, we are different. What I mean by that is that I don't think that your message is different from what I think. I just think how we um, were able to adapt to the situation is different. But that's just because we're two different people. Because um, we were in the same churches with the same people. She's Chrissy speaks of two men is way more than that. But <laughs> I understand that's what I mean by facetious. Okay, mm -hmm. like seriously, yeah. it was more men. Um, well, I'm here, speaking specifically to our church. I'm just saying. I understand overall, what you that uh, generally the ratio of women to men, single women. Yeah. Um, but my my experience and the reason why she thinks or she says that is different and she's sitting here so she can speak for herself but the difference is the way i think and that's just what makes it different for me i completely was there to be prepared for when i was ready <laughs> um and i think that's what helped me i guess just ignore all the other things <laughs> that was happening and me and my sister were shaped differently too. So her experience completely is different from mine as far as um, the lust, the, num the lie number. Let me see what, what number was that lie number. <laughs> the temptation number six. <laughs> number six. Um, so that that was the truth um, as far as that because, and, and, and honestly, again, I feel like this is more compound and it's different levels and very variables to what she's saying because it wasn't just about the pulpit preaching it was also about the people within the church in ministry and high like as far as deacons ministers um leaders within the church and how they acted and i i think sometimes or i believe sometimes we forget that they're human as well and so Honestly, I feel like some of her experiences with some of this stuff is because of the people. But in that being that that being said, it is also the responsibility of who the pulpit put in leadership positions as well. So I get it um, about that. 
I, my, my experience was different again because I truly was not looking for anybody. And I literally had on my forehead, just going about your business, just going about your way, just, sir, I'm not, I'm not interested for the longest time. Um, because I was concentrating and doing like, I was really like digging into the word, trying to better myself because I don't know, like I, at that time and during my twenties, I was really like lost and I just felt like he was the only way. So I really didn't have the time. (laughs) Like I didn't want to my twenties and early thirties. I just didn't feel like it. And for me, I actually was getting out of a a long relationship. So I truly, (laughs) when I say truly, I was not looking for a new relationship, church or not. Okay. And I wore the baggiest clothes. I like, I just was not. So I think we were just in two different mind spaces at the time. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I really had no idea that she was, that this was happening and <laughs> she was right beside me. And I was now, I do, I do agree with a lot of what she said as far as being busy, stay busy, keep your hand to the plow. Like she used different terms, but that's pretty much keep your hand to the plow. Um, I don't know about the keep it to the ground, but keep your hand to the plow. Don't, don't be looking backwards and um, keeping yourself free that to me that's what they harped on so much to me about is just you know um you not being tempted or being the fall somebody else's fall um i do think that they can do a better job with um being both ways preparing us both sexes male and female and being ready and prepared for marriage and yes i do agree that we should come into a relationship whole and it should not be our idea or ideal of what a marriage is either. So I do think we do need work individually, but I do think they do need to do a better job with um, training and preparing singles, male and females. So I agree with her with that one. And I do agree with her on the message probably need to be different in the delivery um, I actually, from the church experiences that, that we were having, I do, I did, um, feel like the ministries though, the different types of single events that they had was very good. And, um, the resources that they tried to provide again, and y'all, if y'all don't know me go, when you go to anything I do, especially with life by life by design or, um, anything with Melissa magazine, I'm always about you being the one responsible for what you are digesting. So at the end of the day, it is to me our own responsibility and um, finding out or um, just doing a better job at being responsible for what we're, we're believing, you know, at this point. So, um, I don't quite completely blame the church, but I do, I do agree with her that it can be better as far as, um, the information and the way 
that they I, I think that it needs it's, it's almost like customer service training <laughs> like like Walt Disney or whatever um Coca-Cola or what those big brands like Chick-fil-A like their customer service is always on point I feel like they need to have some type of structure um for training preparing and teaching and coaching singles I do agree with her on that so that's my experience. Um, what's your rebuttal? I don't know. I don't have a rebuttal. I just want to clarify. So, um, so I feel like there should be a balance. Yes, I do too. And there's no balance. There's there's a lacking of balance. Mm-hmm. So, I for example, when it came to temptation and fleeing from temptation. Mm-hmm. Flee, run, do whatever you can not to be tempted, right? Yeah. And that, coupled with a religious spirit, which with I the had throwing on the the oil, I do I do believe that back when we were coming up, it was like pray in tongues, take cold showers, use your holy, oil. like you know what I mean. Like it was yeah. just really like that deep. Mm-hmm. Put the you know um, what's that prayer oil, whatever. Mm-hmm. Up in every prayer line. Yeah. Right? Because you're like... Sowing seed. You're trying to tamper... Sorry. Go ahead. You're trying to tamper down what God naturally gave you. Yeah. Desire. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It got to the point, and I'm speaking specifically for me. Like, me and Melissa did have that. Um, For me, I mean, literally like a (laughs) 10-year, we were running from it. Literally. Like, when I tell you literally running... (laughs) <laughs> no Literally. pot, no pots, okay. no parts. Like Mm-mm. at one time, I relocated back to Chicago, and I worked downtown Chicago. And <laughs> Chicago is full of fine men, <laughs> full of them, full of them, full of them. Mm. And you run into them every day mm-hmm. to, from work, lunch break, fresh air breaks. They're everywhere, right? And so if I even saw a man look at me, Mm. like do a double take, I literally would cross, like trot myself (laughs) across the street. Like, no, 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 flee, 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 right? Yeah. But it was coming from a good place in my heart, but an evil place that I was being deceived because I also had a religious spirit Mm -hmm. oppressing me. Meaning, uh, I have to do everything in my strength, mm, right? And yeah. that's how I interpreted, which was my fault. I interpreted it as, let me be as good of a Christian as I can be. Let me follow all these rules. Yeah, rules. Yeah. Let me let me keep myself from temptation. Mm-hmm. So I didn't allow myself to give. I mean, many men asked for my phone number. Obviously, over that ten years, and I said no. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I was not, to me, it interpreted as, oh, I'm a fall. Right. I'm a fall into sin. <laughs> to, this, to this unequally yoked man, whether he's in a suit, whether he's, excuse me, in, you know, more laid back clothes, it didn't matter to me because I had internalized that message as what that meant. So there's no balance. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have to, you don't really, at that early stage, I didn't know what real spiritual warfare was. 
Yeah. And so obviously now I know now, um, but if that had been preached a little bit more, I would have appreciated that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Obviously I could have went rogue and became a Bible scholar, but I didn't. Right. I didn't. So two scriptures. Mm-hmm. You want to talk a little bit more before I go into the scriptures? Mm-mm. Okay. So I just wanted to clarify those. Those are what kept me bound. And then after 10 years, you know, you look up and you're like, oh, 10 years have been passing. I've been really running from it. Yeah. Okay, well, I think I want one now. Right. <laughs> I think I want to be partner. Right? Yeah. So, no, it's not all the church's fault. Um, but they they have some responsibility in their messaging. Yeah. They absolutely do. Sure do. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about James. Chapter 1, mm-hmm. verse 2 through 8, with an emphasis on 8. Okay. All right, so I'm going to pull this up in the New King James Version. James 1 and 2. <clears throat> My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces, produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him act in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Verse 8 I want to highlight, and we know this. He is a double-minded man, Unstable in all his ways. I'm going to read the same thing in the New Living Translation. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that... Hold on, let me let me hit the search so it actually pulls up the New Living Trends. I already got it. <laughs> okay, verse 2, NLT. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. Mm. For when your endurance is fully de- developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, mm. and he will give it to you. Mm. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Verse 8, their loyalty, their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are un- and they are unstable in everything they do. So why am I talking about this? Mm-hmm. So I was the double-minded woman. Okay. Okay. Because I'm getting this message from the church that says, don't want a man, don't want a man, don't want a man. Mm -hmm. Don't want a husband, don't want a husband, don't want a husband. So I'm like, okay, flee from temptation, flee from temptation, flee from temptation, right? So on one hand, I have this desire to be married for a husband, but then I'm told you should be content, you should be, um, you know, happy and whole and healed and secure in your singleness 
And okay, so got that. But then, so you're praying to God, okay, make me whole, make me heal me, you know, make me happy, make me secure in my singleness. Let this be the best time of my life. <laughs> but then you're like, but God, I want a husband. Can you send him? Where, where's my quote unquote Boaz? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So which one is it? Do you want to be single? Or do you want to be married? Right? Mm-hmm. And then not, you know, almost praying for God to take desire away. You know what yep, I mean? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Because you're so scared of committing fornication. Mm-hmm. For us, so, you know, lusting after a man. Right? Mm-hmm. In the meantime, you are still very much of the world because for me specifically, I'm listening to rap, hip hop, hardcore stuff, looking at violent movies, looking at, you know, just stuff. very explicit, you know, Love Jones was not <laughs> the most pure movie, mm-hmm. right? It's, 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 it's kid, kid stuff nowadays. All right. But again, so I'm, so really what is that? That's being double minded, Right. Period. Like, that is a fact. So, with that being said, I want to move on to our next verse. Mm-hmm. Which is? So, which is Amos 3.3. Mm-hmm. Give me a minute to pull it up. Roll on rods. Give me a minute to pull it up. I'm going to do New King James Version. Actually, I'm going to just do the... I didn't scroll too far down, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking for the new King James. There we go. Amos 3.3. Oh. <laughs> and I pulled up James 3.3. I'm like, what's the problem? That ain't what I'm looking for. Okay. Can two walk together unless they agree? Hmm. Right? Yeah. NLT. Y'all can tell I like the NLT, right? Yeah. Can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Now, I've always saw this as two human beings, right? Yeah. Unless, you know, um, if we, if me and Melissa decide to go on vacation, mm-hmm. we're going to have to settle on one location that we both agree on to go if we want to go together. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But just today, just minutes before we came onto the podcast, I'm like, okay, Lord, I know you want me to take something different from this. And so I believe he told me that, because I'm like, what was my problem? <laughs> it's been 20 years. Well, so now that I've, you know, I'm, I'm, I am analyzing this. I'm dissecting it for myself. How does this Amos 3.3 apply to me putting what our subject is today? Okay. Talking about, I got beat. (laughs) (laughs) You really do. (laughs) With the message that the church has given single women. And so, you know, I believe God is saying for me that it's not so much that I haven't agreed with other human beings. It's the fact that I haven't agreed with him. Mm, good perspective. And I was like, what you say, Lord? <laughs> that is deep. Yeah. And when, you know, he gave me that first verse, right? John, James, sorry, 
one, mm-hmm. one and eight, but I read two through eight just so we can have the context of it. So he gave me that first, right? Yeah. And that's where Melissa's talking about is your responsibility at the end of the day. Because I was getting these messages from the pulpit, I put my full trust in them, yeah. and I ran with it. I allowed myself to be deceived by a religious spirit, mm-hmm. coupled with me trying to be the perfect Christian. Yeah. Right. Yeah. On one hand, I want to be married. On the other hand, I'm praying. I'm praying to God to be married. Then I'm praying to God to keep me single, safe, secure, whole, healed, <laughs> by myself. Right. Right. That's double-mindedness. And so if I'm, if I'm doing all of that, then when he, you know, dropped Amos 3.3, and if, if I am to interpret it like he wants me to currently, which is, um, how can two agree, how can two walk together unless they agree? And then you remember, this makes sense, excuse me, because God gives us free will. He's not a bully. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is not a bully. Jesus is not a bully. Mm-hmm. So ultimately paired with, and he gave me a bonus scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, which says my thoughts toward you are good and not of evil. And so that you can have an expected end. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Some translation says, so you can have a good future. future yeah. So putting these two together, mm-hmm. God's like, how can you and I walk together unless we agree? You, daughter, Christy, mm-hmm. little girl, inside joke. <laughs> um, how can I do what I want to do, right? The plans for your life, Jeremiah 29, 11, unless you agree with me. And although you thought you have been submitted fully to my plan, my destiny for your life, you also have been double-minded. Yeah. So I can't do nothing for you, little girl. <laughs> you, you, you know, it's like a ping pong. Boom, 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 boom. Listen, like I'm, I'm trying to help you out here. Right. So I feel like ladies out there who have felt like me, mm-hmm. start here. Start here. Start with... Have you been like me? Have you been double-minded? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the reasons are, right? Uh-huh. Have you been double-minded? Let's repent, Lord. We repent for being double-minded. Regardless of what our intentions were, if that's a fact that you're laying on our heart, we repent for it, knowingly or unknowingly, of our ignorance. Mm-hmm. Forgive us. Forgive us. We bind ourselves to your word and to your future that you want to give us your destiny in Jeremiah 29 11 your thoughts toward us are good and out of evil so that we can have expected end also you say no good thing will you withhold from us none right yes we are the apple of your eye mm-hmm. right the positive thoughts that you have for us the good thoughts outweigh the sand on mm. the beach mm. right yeah <laughs> right like yeah. you love us Amen. So much so that you literally, while we were in sin, mm-hmm. whatever that is for you people, whatever that is for me, mm-hmm. you sent Jesus to die for us like while we were sinners. Yep. So there's plenty of evidence that you want to give us good things. 
will it be all roses? No, we, we are, we're adults here. And even if we're like 17 or nine, <laughs> you've been through something at night. Somebody picked on you, you done tripped and everybody saw it, whatever. Yeah. Everything is not perfect in life. So now we want to say, Lord, that we agree. We agree with you mm-hmm. and this paper. Mm-hmm. We want to walk together with you. We want to give you absolute permission to do what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it, where you want to do it mm-hmm. in our lives. We submit to you. We love you. Thank you for loving us. Amen. We don't deserve your love. We just know that you give it. So we're going to accept it. All right. <laughs> yes. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 That was awesome. So, just a, a, I mean, a very quick wrap up. Basically, I got beef. <laughs> the message of single women in the church. Um, so basically, the core of the beef is that Chrissy believes that <laughs> she was lied to. <laughs> basically, by the pulpit. Um. And the lies, you need to basically belong to a church, you need to tithe and sow, you know, don't crave a man or basically be so hung up on getting married or be, being with a man. I'm sorry, I want to pause there. Okay. So the, the reason why, you know, I'm thank you for doing this recap, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I necessarily mentioned that um, it's... it's what about the women who have done all that? Right. I don't know if I quite like laid that out. What about the woman who wasn't double-minded? Like God gave me my answer for me. And I, I know there are other people out there like me, so let this bless you. Right. But I know there's also women out there who have done everything on the list. Mm-hmm. Who have, their heart has been right. Mm-hmm. They haven't made marriage an idol. None of that shenanigans. Mm-hmm. But they're still single. They're still single. Could it not just be because they're choosing to be? No. <laughs> Why? We're talking to the women that that want to be married, wanted to be married, mm-hmm. and decades have passed—five years, ten years—and I know five years is not a decade. Right, right. But. Two decades have passed since I first started, you know, learning what a single woman is in Christ Mm -hmm. from the pulpit. Mm -hmm. So, what's the gospel for her? She, you know, that's what I'm talking about on that list. What about her? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I I get what you're saying. Don't crave a man or whatever. I just, again, everybody, to me, everybody's purpose is different and their path is different. So... I mean, are you saying, yes, there are going to be single people, like people are not going to get married? I yes, think. that's a reality. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not I'm not talking about that. I know what you're saying. Okay. But everybody's purpose is theirs. And so whatever that is, whatever their divine reason they were created for mm-hmm. will be revealed to them. And it's up to them mm-hmm. to seek the Lord mm-hmm. God for themselves. So Amos 3, 3. Yeah. So again, at the end of the day, <laughs> Jeremiah, Jeremiah it is your individual Joshua one and eight <laughs> response on the word. Exactly, is your individual responsibility 
to find out what and why and how and when or if ever period like so and that and that is our that I don't know if it's it's innate in women or whatever why we just got to be so nurturing and figuring out and just trying to solve all these problems like sometimes like it's just about you not concentrating on what externally is going on and just deal with the inside and just it's you and in Jesus period all right that's my little rant and and also obviously in our ignorance let's 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 acknowledge God's grace yeah and let's acknowledge God's mercy so yes I have beef right mm-hmm. but I'm not God mm-hmm. so ultimately I don't know obviously he allowed you know he allowed that deception yeah and he covered me in that deception. Yep. He covered me while I was being oppressed by that religious spirit mm-hmm. spirit for those mm-hmm. long years. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I was protected. Yes. I could see that with both eyes wide open. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what, you know, the verse that says, whatever, you know, the devil meant for bad, God turns into good. Mm-hmm. And I know but that's, that's like mm-hmm. the, the ABC version of it, but hey, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. let's take a moment and thank God that he kept you. Amen. And that thank you, Lord. you are alive and you are sane and, you are, and you are emotionally stable because yeah, all of that allowed you to be the mature, beautiful man or woman that you are today. Well-equipped. Well-equipped. Powerful. Ready. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Emotionally mature. Emotionally. Spiritually mature. Yes. Because you've allowed God, you've humbled yourself and you've allowed God to teach you those lessons. Mm-hmm. So thank God for being God, ultimately. Amen. And the fact that you are now in a place, because I truly believe that all of our experiences and trials and tribulations is not just for us so you are in a place where you are now helping women uh, who knew <laughs> who knew it was definitely not my plan right i was so, gonna have a whole bunch of daycare i was gonna be rich okay <laughs> yeah so again his plan is his divine plan mm-hmm. anyway so that was so ties so belong to the church don't crave a man Basically, you're a servant of the Lord, and that's a whole nother, you know, topic. Um, to be whole and healed before you get into a whole marriage, right? Join the ministry, find purpose, basically keep your hand to the plow, keep moving forward and doing the Lord's will, and da 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 da. Um, and Boaz finds you, right? And um, you know, don't get into temptation and don't be the cause of someone else's temptation that they fall. And um, that lusting is your is basically your fault if they do. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, just stay busy. So those were like basically the top lies that I caught that she's that Christy said. And then one of the things um, well, that she sorry unbalanced. You yeah, mean right, I understand that can be interpreted as lies. Okay. <laughs> no, say it again. Say it louder. Unbalanced mm-hmm. knowledge or unbalanced teaching that can be interpreted as lies. All right. Okay. So again, at the end of the day, what we're saying is that the 
the accountability lies in both places. I more so say it's more about us and our accountability individually. And also Christy's saying that it should be also account the church should take some responsibility and accountability in their messages to the single specifically women of the church. I am for both male and female. Um they they need to change their messages to both of us. And yeah, both, um, both um male and female accountability. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then one of the things she said that I thought was really good because I believe it's true and it's still true that when you're single and you're trying to be this perfect Christian, not failing or falling or being the reason or cause that someone else fall, that you're scared to go outside of the church because it's supposed to be safe. So you try to make sure that you're going to this safe singles events and expect to be found by your, by your Boaz. Okay. At the singles Uh, ministry and single events and I really think that was a good point that she brought up because I did feel that way too like I didn't I didn't I didn't have at that time I didn't even have a desire to go popping in these streets going to no clubs and no strip clubs or no whatever else they do yeah like because that's what they do now like it's like uh I I, I don't even well you know what let me not even trip because I I have been (laughs) you know so Anyway, whatever your whatever your <laughs> vice is that you think is just it was sad, guys. It was so sad. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I thought like, that was your word. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> whatever your thing is, drinking, clubbing, smoking, whatever, whatever. Okay, because I'm like I don't even see the whole point of you being high. Like you got to you got to basically alter your senses to have fun. Anyway, that's another discussion. Ooh. Um, I mean, if you think about it, um, stay out of fornication, um, and basically just not being unequally yoked, you know, and then at the end of the day, it's like, it still didn't work. But she said something about the case study, (laughs) wasn't the 65 year old proven case study, it just didn't work. That was funny. Um, yeah. So, and then to her defense, she was saying that she was trying to be this perfect Christian and coupled with religious spirit and the religious spirit had as christy defined it for her it's everything in her power um trying to follow the rules and keep herself from temptation or being the tempter basically um and that she believed that again the church could have done um a better job at how basically what we're learning or what like what we've learned and is still learning how to correctly um do spiritual warfare it's 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 an ongoing daily um thing and so i also do feel this i can say we feel we felt ill prepared because they don't really teach you the real real um things about spiritual warfare it's all to me kind of surface now there may be some churches out there that get in and get in digging and get it dirty get in that dirt and tell you the truth but for the most part and i've been from the east to the to the west actually in churches small to mega and i do not ever recall hearing or being taught (laughs) For real, for real, the things that really be going on in that spiritual realm. But anyway, 
So I do agree with her on that. Like preach more about the spiritual warfare and have a more balanced message. And I don't even know if I like the word balanced, but just that message needs to be more in depth and and more uh, meat, more meaty about being single and the preparation and the realness and men and women out there you know you you giving your pretty testimonies and i say pretty because like she said and i do agree with this as well you know not for the most part because i've i've heard testimonies where they actually did tell the truth and it was like real transparent they were both humble and they gave their truth but then for the most part again in church i don't know if it's like you know they're trying to be politically correct and they don't want to you know step on toes but it's like tell the truth like you know what your real issues what were how you really felt how you were double-minded how you were lusting how y'all failed how y'all fornicated before you got married like tell the truth um you you'll you'll you know reach more people because again and that's this is why people come into the church thinking you know that they just dirt <laughs> like they can never get clean <laughs> you know what i'm saying i want to jump in and Oh well, for this for trying to make this a half hour, it just is what it is. We got three minutes. Come on, let's make it. Um, another thing that was severely lacking and still lacking to this day, so close to the end, is the message in in the black church is geared toward women, meaning they tell us how to prepare. Blah blah blah. blah. Right, which clearly I disagree with most. <laughs> but I want to point out that no, there aren't enough men to tell us how men think and what men want. Realistically, mm-hmm. practical. It's not, you know, Proverbs thirty-one. That's all they talk about. <laughs> that's it for the most part. You know. But we we get to the point where we don't even know how to talk to men mm-hmm. appropriately, mm-hmm. you know, biblically, you know, sound, because we don't know them. You know what I mean? We don't really know how they think, what they feel, because the people that are preaching to us as single women are women. And most of them are single. <laughs> Well, not most. No. Some of them are single and then some of them are married. Yeah. You know. Um, but I, I I do I would advocate for and then of course, you know, the other side of that coin is it's not a whole bunch of men in church, the black church. Mm-hmm. So we're it's it's necessity and lack thereof that has given us the messaging that it has. Excuse me. There are people out here today that are thankfully going rogue, that are educating us um, about how men think. Even the Christian, even the Christian man, you know what I mean? What a real Christian man thinks, what he wants in a Christian wife, or and then again, you know, Christian is relative nowadays. But let's just stick with me for the, you know. So yeah, I do want to mention that. Like that I, I that was not on my list and it should have been. Because it didn't occur to me until years and years and years later that they're not really talking about what men want. Other than, you know, cook, hold a house together, blah blah blah. But we really don't know 
as women how men really are. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I also think again, um, that to me stems literally from home first, and then if you're gonna take your kids and make them go to church, then it do need to be a church that also um, imparts wisdom in that area as well. So again, and then it still again comes to us being individually accountable. So yeah, I think that is that should be taught in the church, but I also think it began well before the church even get in the picture. True. Um, so again, I, I'm pretty much done with the wrap up. Um, the one thing that I do want to say though, um, she did do a prayer. You pretty much will probably have to rewind it and play it back for that if you need to. But she said that her revelation, that's basically what it was from that she received, um, was that from Amos 3.3, where it basically states, and how can you agree unless the two of you walk together and be in agreement? And um, what exactly did it say? Because again, like for me, and you know, she she <laughs> likes to pay, she likes to pick on me or whatever about um, definitions and all of that. But um, it sounds like that's an action. Like it's not a past tense. It's not a future. It is an action. Mm-hmm. So Amos 3.3, New King James Version says, can two walk together unless they are agreed? Question mark. And the NLT says, mm-hmm. can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? Question mark. Without agreeing, agreeing on the direction. So either way, it is, it is an action. It is in present tense. Like you're walking together in agreement. Action. Okay. Um, so... She said that he basically said to her, it's not that I didn't agree with other humans. Because again, like she said, we see it as two humans agreeing and walking together, partnering covenant, you know, and that's another. I really think we need to do one on covenants. Um, you know, partnering and making covenants with people all day, every day. It's he said, it's not that, she said, that it's not that I didn't agree with other humans. It's that I didn't agree with him, meaning God. And so it's like, ding, ding, ding. Right? Like, ding, oh, ding. You know? That makes a lot that of sense. That makes a whole lot of God. sense because, again, he's not going to bum rush you. And, you know, she told me not to use the Debo, but, like, just force you on, into something and to, to be in agreement with what he already designed for you, all your provision, all you know, everything for you. He's not going to make you. You have to actually want to be in agreement with. Okay, so that to me, if you ain't get anything else out of nobody else and anything else out of this podcast, that is key. It's not that you don't agree with other humans. It's that you didn't agree with him. So when you agree with him and walk with him, then you're in agreement. So start here. If the, if you're if you're resonating with Christy and how she feels, resonating with me and how I feel, basically if you acknowledge the fact that you are double-minded or have been double-minded, then repent. Repent for being double-minded. And then if you agree with God, then submit to him and be
be in agreement with him. Walk with him. And then go from there. So that's it, guys. <sighs> you can tell God. She was so close to closing. No, I was. I you can, you can be honest with God at this point and say, God, I don't want to be strong and independent anymore. I don't want to be a strong and independent black woman anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want help. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's okay. Just, yeah, just okay. lay it all out. It, okay. it, it, with anything. You could be anything. honest with him with about anything. It ain't like he don't know anyway. You know, it's the fact that you need to come to realization of what you want and need and then ask for it or what you need. Okay, side story. Oh, <laughs> Are we ever? Listen, so our cousin came over. We hadn't seen him in months. And we had something that we could not break down. Um, it was a like a exercise Simple. equipment. It was exercise equipment. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't break it down. It literally had been sitting there for almost a year. <laughs> if not. Right? Mm-hmm. Almost a year. We couldn't get through the hallway. We couldn't get through the garage. We couldn't get through the back door. So we were like, so he came over to visit and we were like, <laughs> hey. hey, can you? Can you break this down for us? And he's like, oh, you know, he had the idea of giving it to a neighbor. Mm -hmm. When I tell you, he he went in the direction of the back door. And me and Melissa were both like, oh, it's not going to fit through there. It's not going to fit through there. It fit. It fit (laughs) so easily because he just angled it a certain way. And we looked at each other. We was like, yeah, we need men. We... We need men in our life. This oh this God. is not okay, Lord. Lord. <laughs> Lord. So that's just a quick anecdote. Little story. Hilarious. About, you don't have so to be strong, independent Listen, woman anymore. I'm not. I, I, I am all for oh the help and partnership. I'm just not willing. And then successfully yeah. walked his um, manly self over there. <laughs> to the neighbor and gave him the exercise equipment and it was not a problem not a problem at all not a problem you know yeah. you, you just you need men women everybody need everybody you need, you need men in your life you sure do so that that's our that's our that's that's it guys that's what we have for you today um yeah we just we need each other okay we and do. we need to know we need to 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 know how to communicate and and for me, I'm a. I used to say communication, communication. But uh, what I've learned is, it's not only communicating; it's also comprehension. If you don't understand what I'm saying, if you don't understand the words that are coming out of my mouth, uh, anyway, that's another topic we should talk about. But we're gonna go ahead and close this one out now. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. We love you. We're yeah. praying for you. We're rooting for you, even though we've never met you. <laughs> yeah so again for christy if you want more information on relationships and breakups and healing and dating and all of that stuff that i have nothing to do with that is on christymagazine.com and then if you want more information about me melissa magazine you can head on over to my site at melissamagazine.net so guys like subscribe and, oh yeah, and we actually got we're we have an app now, so um, we're going to do some live podcasts and some interviews. So we would love for you guys to um, join us with the live chats and the live um, recordings. So again, and our two sisters email 
Oh, yeah. See, she want to act like she can't just say that. But um, our email is podcast, P O D C A S T dot two sisters. At gmail.com. P O D. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. What? Look at her flow. Look at her flow. She's trying to sue me up. We, we all know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, podcast at two sisters dot two, the podcast dot two sisters at gmail.com. So that's it. That's the show. Um, like, subscribe, and share, and hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Two Sisters Podcast, where we hope to encourage you on your journey of transformation and healing while having fun along the way. Follow us on IG and Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends and family. It's available on all major podcast providers. Just search for Two Sisters Podcast. Till next time.